Hey guys, thanks for tuning in to the latest episode of Lethal Podcast. We've got a good one for you this week. We have revisited one of our most popular episodes with Ballin' on a Budget, Part 2. So Garrett, Rob, and I sit down to compare our budget-minded setups with some of the more popular setups that are out there for whitetail hunters and western hunters. Uh, and we show that you don't have to spend big money to get good performance, and that oftentimes you can spend less money than your conventional setups and be in a much better spot. Uh, and at the very last setup that I mentioned and I talk about, uh, I reveal our guest for next week, who is a new arrow manufacturer uh, that's pairing up with one of our uh, our good friends over at Ethics. And man, do they have uh, they got something very interesting coming. So be sure to pay attention to that part and stick around until then. Um, if you guys like the content that we're putting out right now and the message that we're trying to spread, I would encourage you to whip out your phone right now, right this instant. Uh, chances are you're probably listening to it because that's what the statistics tell us, uh, um, is that most of you listen to it on Apple Podcasts on your phone. If you could hop on there and leave us a good review on there, and then if you want to hop over to our social media and uh, particular, particularly our Facebook page and leave us a review there too, it helps us out a ton when you do that with the algorithms of exposure for both of those. Uh, and man, if you're feeling frisky, you can hop over to our YouTube channel, which is uh, we'll be sure to put in the notes, and you can subscribe to us there because we have a ton of content coming there soon. Like, I have filmed for like 15 videos that are all going to be dropping probably before the end of January. Uh, so go over there, uh, subscribe to us, turn on notifications. Uh, it's definitely going to be kind of off the beaten path for what you're used to seeing on YouTube for like archery slash like review type channels. But I think you guys are really going to dig it and it's going to be some uh, some cool stuff and it's going to be really informative. Uh, we did mention this on our social media the other week, but we are going to be at the Dallas Safari Club convention in January. We will be posted up in the Grizzly Stick booth recording with the guides, uh, the PHs, and uh, Grizzly Stick customers that come through uh, to talk about their setups and the kind of success they've had running those next level lethal setups over there. So if you can make it to the convention, you should check it out. It's a freaking blast. It's a ton of fun. Uh, and if you are there, definitely stop by, uh, put on some headphones and we'll, we'll chat for a while. We'll record. Uh, maybe we'll get to be on the show and we will be there all day, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. That's January 10th through the 12th. So come hang out. Uh, and last but not least, I'd like to thank our sponsor, Tricome. I told you guys this last week, and I'm going to say it again. It's cold and your skin is starting to feel it. You got to take care of it, especially your lips. So go pick up some of that trichome goodness. You can still get some of the, their products last minute right now for Christmas shopping. And I promise they're going to make a great stocking stuffer and whoever gets it is going to be very, very pleased. So go to trichomeco.com and use code lethal10 at checkout to get 10% off your order. That's T-R-I-C-O-M-B-E-C-O.com. Enjoy the episode. Yeah, God, we should probably <laughs> jump out of the rabbit hole while we can. Um, or we're, we're, we're not going to have. We're it's not. We're not. Your th this yeah. is what happens when we don't talk weekly. All, yeah. all of all the right. rabbit holes build up, and <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we still talk. We just don't talk. Yeah, yeah. We just don't talk. Well, man, like you can tell that we're really busy because even like the like the rolling group chat has been like pretty quiet. Oh. Like all things considered. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I just thought you guys were talking without me. No, yeah, no. we, we, we started mad. a new group chat that doesn't include you. 
Yeah, it's called yeah. it's called the, the no no Garrett group chat, and it's just me and Rob. <laughs> um. Uh, anyway, I mean, cool. But so <laughs> okay. So today. Uh, Balling on a budget part two. Yeah. Uh, this was a, uh, it was a really popular episode back when we did it. We've had a lot of people uh, reach out to us about budget builds and we've had a lot of people um, uh, reach out asking us to do another episode of balling on a budget. So you, here we you are. You just wanted two. to do one with me. That too. I would. Uh, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm very interested to see uh, what Rob's got picked out. Um, I have, I have three new uh, balling on a budget setups. Uh, we kind of sprung this on Garrett last minute, so I don't know. I don't know what he's got. We may be revisiting what he did last time, but uh, so I think I'll they'll figure something out. Yeah, yeah, we'll be all right. Uh, so the last time we did this, I think we based it off of there are two like really popular setups for Whitetail and for Western hunters. Uh, for Whitetail, Carbon Express, uh, Maximas, or and now there's like a hundred different types. I know. Maxima Reds, Blues, RZs. There's like all sorts of crazy crap now. Um, but you've got those and, uh, the rate, the good old rage hypodermics are, uh, are a very, very, very popular setup in whitetail country. And, uh, if you, (laughs) I know, I know, uh, you can do better, you can do better. And, uh, and that's kind of, please do better. Yeah. So that's kind of what this entire episode, uh, 21 minutes in is, is what we're talking about is, uh, is doing better on, uh, about the same amount of money. Uh, so that was one of the setups. The other setup um, was a full metal jacket with slick tricks, which isn't a bad setup. Um, but we, once again, I think you can I think you can do better. So and I believe when we tallied it up, both of those setups, like if you were to buy it from a big box store, um, they were around like 240, 250 bucks, somewhere in there. So we were basing like that $250 price line is kind of like, uh, this is where like if you can get within like 10% of this uh, $250, then you're you're basically like you aren't upping your current price by much to get something better. Or if you can go under, you can probably you can buy even better stuff for a heck of a lot cheaper um, than both of those. So um, I want to go last because there is something that I want to talk about. So either either one of you that may want to kick it off, feel free. Don't matter. Uh, I can go first if you want me to. Fine, Rob, you go first. Right. Garrett, Garrett's get not your, talking. Get your shit, so get your shit together, I'll, I'll just, Garrett. I'll just jump in. I feel attacked. <laughs> so that's weird. Um, I guess my go-to budget build is. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess with the stuff that I primarily deal with being black Eagle and grizzly stick, um, Mm -hmm. the carnivore with factory insert and screw in brass. And that gives you great flexibility. The brass adds length to the internal insert, um, Mm -hmm. which helps reinforce. um, You can, you know, as wanted, you can add a footer. Um, yep. And that really, I mean, keeps things pretty darn cheap on, on that front. Um, Cause if you're looking at uh factory fletched 3000 straight uh, carnivore, 
that's 60 bucks for six. Mm-hmm. Um, brass forum is like, I, I sell it for like eight bucks for six pieces. So from okay. 30 to 75 grains extra, it's now you're at 68 bucks for the shaft. Right. Um, and the carnivores, correct me if I'm wrong. The carnivores are their premier 245 shaft, yeah, right? Yep. That's their flagship. Yep. Okay. Um, and that's, I mean, it's my cheap shaft. I, 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 I personally run ethics in mine. Um, sure. Yeah. But that's my cheap 3d and, uh, like Turkey arrow. And, right. you know, so as I've got a, like a 525 grain build that I use as my light arrow. Right. And that's a carnivore 250 with a hundred grain, you know, component and, uh, 125 grain head. Um, so that's not, you know, not difficult if you're wanting to save money, you know, budget budget to say, okay, for eight bucks instead of 30 for like an ethics insert, I can do 75 grain brass. And now I've got a 14 grain insert, 75 grain brass. That's pretty close to a hundred grains. And uh, then you're getting in that same ballpark for total weight, which is, Mm -hmm. you know, awesome for like your whitetail guys uh, getting into like that 450 to 500 grain range. Um, And you're not having to spend a ton of money for it. So that's like the, the package that, that I typically, oh, that I offer, I guess that a lot of guys seem to like that mm-hmm. are looking for a budget build is like the red line package, which gets you six carnivores with three red line overkill heads for a hundred bucks plus the cost of whatever brass you want. So say you want, you know, a hundred grains of brass. So two pieces per shaft and you want a dozen shafts, then you're going to be at two thirty-two for a dozen shafts and six broadheads. That's pretty good. That's you know. not bad. That's right. That's really good. So well, right there, you're 20, you're 20 bucks cheaper. I think if my math, if I remember my math correctly, you're 20 bucks cheaper than your, uh, typical full metal jacket slick trick or carbon express uh, maxima with uh, uh, hypodermic combos. And I think you're getting set up with a hell of a lot better arrow. And yeah. for like maybe an extra well, and actually 10 bucks I, tops, I, you're you can you can put footers on all those by buying two aluminum arrows to it gets chop better down because and I, put over. I forgot that uh, the the 12 pack has a discount. Oh, so there you go. Uh, it's one ninety for the 12 pack. Oh God. Uh, plus brass. So like if you were doing, say you wanted an extra hundred grains, which is, you know, two pieces per shaft, two fifty grain right. brasses. Um, so then you'd be at, uh, two sixteen, right? That's not bad. Yeah. But if you only wanted one piece of brass per shaft, then you're at what? 206. Yeah. That's that's, pretty cheap. That's 12 shafts, 12 field points, 
and six broadheads. Oh, field points also. I didn't even yeah. include those in my builds. So, I mean, Plus not talking, the, the talking mega budget, that's budget good. Build, that's uh, pretty budget. Yeah, yeah. I mean, because, I mean, you can buy, I mean, you look at like FMJs, you look at, you know, some of the high-end Carbon Express, high-end uh, micro shafts. I mean, you can spend 190 bucks just on a dozen shafts. Oh, yeah. Like easy. Unbuilt. Right. Yeah. yeah. So to have, you know, a little better weight, a little better front of center with a, a solid, you know, budget broadhead. I mean, it's hard to beat. Yeah. But you yeah. can do the same. That's discounted, right? Because it, I, I've mm-hmm. got that as a package, but. Right. You can do the same type of build with any, you know, cheap shaft like that. Sure. And that's where, like, I don't care what brand it is, most like, especially your two, four, fives, um, even if the shaft that you're looking at, whether, I mean, it could be like whatever Walmart version of the Carbon Express shaft or gold tip shafts, they have, you know, the cheap uh like bass pro versions and walmart versions whatever right um that are just different wraps um but most of those have a threaded insert yeah and yeah. even if it doesn't you can pick up like uh like carnivore inserts for dirt cheap yeah and then yeah. you know so you go on the black eagle website you pick up a couple of carnivore inserts you pick up a couple you know a couple packs of brass and you throw that in whatever two, four, five shaft you you picked out or you found on sale. Yeah. And there you go. Build I would it to say, whatever I would, weight you want. And I would say I think you're gonna be hard pressed to beat the quality of carbon that you're gonna get for uh so if you do two of the uh uh two half dozen I'm just basing this off of Black Eagle's like website. Yeah. Uh if you do two of the uh half dozen carnivores uh fletched um in 003 straightness which is typically in a, a total yep. run out of 003 and so it's not when it no, says 003 What's that? Um 90% of it of the market has that as a uh Plus or is minus. a plus or minus, right? Right, right. Yeah, yeah. So you said so that's total run out. You said yeah. total. It's not total. Well, if it's plus or the, minus three. That's a total of six. Right. I understand that. But Randy has like gone on multiple podcasts before and said that like when he, even though they're labeled yeah. 003, oh he, yeah, he says yeah. he says that that is like that is what they try and keep as the total run out like yes. plus or minus. Yes. That that's so, that's always the goal is to have zero, yeah. you know, to have uh minimal variation, right? Right. And that's right. I mean, from the testing that I've done with Victory Black Eagle, in most cases your 3000s rated shafts are going to be better than the rating um that's it's not all that common to get a pack of 3000 shafts and have more than maybe one or two out of a dozen that are more than 
say three or four total. And right. that's where like for the budget minded 3000 is the shaft that you want. Sure. Because sure. you're saving the money. You're not paying, you know, extra to guarantee plus or minus one. Yeah. But more than likely, you're going to have quite a few shafts that are close to that rating anyway. Yeah. Yeah. So, but so you're at 120 bucks for uh, 122 for a dozen shafts um, yep. of those carnivores. Yep. Um, and I, I don't know. I, there are probably a, f- a few out there that can give it a run for its money at that price point, but not I've many. Gotta beat. You got to beat. All right. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I, I've got a, a couple in mind that I think for that price point can 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 give it a, a good run for mm-hmm. its money, but uh, difficult to find uh, a quality shaft at that price point at your at your big box stores. So I, th- I think that's a that's a solid build. What's uh, do you have a second build? Um, well, I guess my second build was, I guess what I was referencing as, I mean, whatever shaft you can find, like, mm-hmm. I mean, if, if you are truly looking to, you know, budget beyond belief and you, you know, mm-hmm. you're at your lo- local store and you find some two, four, five shafts in the clearance bucket that are the right spine and, and you pick them up for 20 bucks great as long as they're consistent you know you might need to check them (laughs) right Um, right but as long as they're consistent now you just need to get a threaded insert if it doesn't have one yeah pick up some brass two four two four five threaded inserts are dime a dozen now yeah so that's where at that point it it gets across the board you yeah. know, and if you want to beef it up for cheap, mm-hmm. foot it. Yeah. You know, I mean, that's, that's, that's the, the cheapest, cheapest, cheapest best thing that you can do for your yeah. arrow. I'm telling if you, you're I'm wanting to you. save money and increase your durability. Buy some aluminum arrows, cut them up and foot your shafts. Yep. Super easy. Literally takes like. 20 minutes to do yeah it's like I mean, it's not not a time not a time consuming thing the hardest it's not, part is you have to make it's, sure it's finding the right shaft <laughs> yeah exactly exactly uh so yeah i, I think that's, and that's uh, i mean that's and, and you'll spend you'll spend so. like you'll spend like 10 bucks probably two two five dollar shafts probably yeah like I mean, granted, you typically have to buy them in like a half dozen, or you, or if you like, can find it what? on like Lancaster, say, Lancaster, for a single. and a couple other places, let you do singles. Yeah, but then by the time you pay shipping and all yeah. that, it's like, eh, I well, and just that's bought a where half dozen you know, from a local shop. Buy your stuff together. Yep. So yeah. if if you're needing a threaded insert and you're needing brass and you're needing field points, you know. And you, you know, because you bought these arrows at some box store and you're, you're putting together a budget build. Yeah. Find someplace online that has the components that you need that can get you the field points. And if you're trying to foot it, that they have aluminum shafts. Right. And so then you're going to pay, you know, those are all going to get thrown into the arrow box at that point. So the shipping fee is not going to change. Right. And you save yourself some extra money by not, you know, sourcing from five different places. Yeah. Okay. 
I dig that. I dig the I dig the first build and I dig the possibility, the basically the endless possibilities with the second build idea. So well, and that's just okay. a general concept. It's yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, take whatever shaft you have. I mean, hell, if you've got arrows that you can get the inserts out of, or if you know, like, I mean, like the Carbon Express uh, inserts, pretty much all have an open ended threaded back on them. Yeah. So. I mean, if you have some Maximas or you have whatever and you, you know, have the the room with your spine to add mm-hmm. some weight, buy the uh, insert tool from like Black Eagle or Gold Tip yep. or, you know, it's like 15 bucks and then you have it and then yep. buy some brass, pull the knockout, put some you know, Loctite on the threads, go in from the tail. There you go. Yep. You just boosted your existing arrow and, you know, improved it. Yep. Got to have the spine. Yeah. Got to have the spine. spine. And that's where, I mean, you have to have room in the spine. Yeah. And honestly, that's the biggest issue with most guys. Existing arrows is half the time shops have them halfway weak anyway. Yeah. Yeah, so, they're selling those three forties to everybody, and when you start talking oh, higher FOC, yeah, unless you're most short, shots are short draw four hundreds to everybody. Yeah, that's true. Or carbon they express two fifties. You know, yeah, they want to get the lightest shaft but, out the door. Yeah, and that's I mean I don't know how many guys sixty five to seventy pounds with like twenty eight or longer draws. Yeah, that shops are selling them four hundreds. I can't get fixed blades to fly right. I wonder. I wonder why. why. <laughs> Things yeah. a wet noodle. Yeah, no kidding. Oh, speaking of wet noodles, uh, Troy's video yeah. was great. Yeah. I don't know if you've seen that yet. I did. Uh, I haven't watched it yet, but uh, I, I saw I saw the post on it. I just haven't watched it. Yeah, yet. it's good as always. Goof, but yeah, <laughs> Impact Paradox, man, it's a real thing. It's yeah. a thing for sure. And I think I think Troy's. I know he's been talking about it for a while, yeah, like internally, I guess. But I think uh, I think he's going to be on to some some bigger stuff here pretty soon. Um, well, I mean, that's the right, biggest Derek. thing with, with FOC. I mean, you're yeah, reducing sure arm. your, you know, for whatever the static spine is, the higher the front of center, the less impact flex you're going to have. Yep. So yep. now you combine that with a stiffer shaft, like what Troy typically talks about. Yep. And you're getting improvement from both sides. So... Absolutely. It's, it's just stiffer it's is better efficiency. in all things in life. Yep. Absolutely. True, true, absolutely. True. All right, Garrett, you over there talking shit. What's your, <laughs> Bring it. what's your, uh, what's your magic build? Uh, okay. So it's the same one as before. Well, one of them is. Okay. Uh, the Easton bloodline. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. With, yeah. So, I mean, it's, you know, not supporting small local business, but on Amazon right now you can get a dozen Easton bloodline two forties with the, the brass inserts for yeah, the, the FOC package. Yeah. Well, it, it's not the FOC package, but it is, it's just not packaged together, but oh, okay. you get gotcha. the shafts and the brass inserts, the 75 50 grain brass inserts mm-hmm. for one twelve ninety nine. Ooh, that ain't bad. Or a dozen. Or a dozen? Yeah. That works. Yeah. And then 
I would put a VPA on the front of it and fletch them and be done with it. Okay. I can I can dig that. Once again, okay, if you so wanna if you wanna foot it, that's you can zooming. Yeah, you can foot it if you want, but so now those those are bear shaft? Yeah. Okay, so then probably got another twenty th- bucks. Assuming that the person can flex them fletch them themselves, right? Yeah, I mean, add um, twenty that, bucks. That is minimal cost. Um at least most shops around here. Yeah, if you have to pay somebody else to do it, it's going to be what, like three bucks a three to four bucks a shaft. Yeah. yeah. Um, for, you know, standard type fletching. Yeah. yeah. So that adds, if you got a dozen, that adds 36 bucks. So those are up to one, what, 150, 148. Yeah. Um, and not saying that's bad. I was just right running it, running it through my head. Um, and then the, VPAs are 40, how much are those running now? Forty two for three on the three blades, yeah. On the yeah. three blades, yeah. Okay, I think they're about the same either way. But I think two blades are yeah, two so blades. Mean, oddly enough, they're, 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 they're a little cheaper, bit no, they're a little bit more. They're like oh, they're, they're like forty six bucks. Yeah, it's kind of weird. Huh. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I'd either get if you're talking, you know, order from a big or buy from a big box store. I'd buy the qad broadheads but yeah yeah because those are i mean for a replaceable blade there is head there is no other head that i would shoot except for that one maybe it's the trick that i had to but yeah exodus that exodus is a solid head for a box store yeah it's a really good head um yeah so i mean that still keeps you like with shipping probably right around the 200 mark for a dozen heads and three broadheads yeah or a dozen shafts and three broadheads yeah, so you're right around two fifty so for yeah, you can get twelve it, and six. So you can get six pack. Yeah, twelve and six. You can get the six pack with blazers for one twenty. So yeah, for the bloodlines. Yeah. Um. Yeah, you can get the FOC version for what's this sixty like sixty eight bucks with the brass included. For a six yeah. pack, so I mean, yeah, same, about the same, same, same. Oh, and one thing that I didn't mention before, mm-hmm. and I guess I just realized I need to update my uh, my package options <laughs> because they got the two hundred Maasai now for the Redline series mm-hmm. have for have for a right. while, um, but right now I've just got this limited to one twenty five. Because that's when I put this package together, that's what was available. Um, the hundred and one twenty fives. So that was always in my head for a true budget build, you know, without adding a ton of cost in brass. Um, was always kind of limited to around that five hundred mark. Mm-hmm. You throw a two hundred grain head into the mix. Yeah, you're pushing you could easily have a, have a budget six fifty. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you take that same build and it's like I, in my head when I was kind of laying that out, I was picturing a 300 spine with 100 grains, you know, around that in component. And then like 100, 125 grain head will get you into that 500 ballpark. But you'd bump up to a 250 spine. Now you're going to add an extra 25, 30 grains of shaft add a hundred extra grains for, you know, going from a hundred to 200 grain head. Yeah. 
and now you're probably around six to six thirty, and you add you know a little extra brass, and you got a six fifty build for for nothing. Yeah, yeah, that'd be a be a solid build, and add a add a little baby footer on there, and you'd be yeah. You'd be, Th- then you got a little bomb. Yeah, that'd be a good little setup. Okay, Garrett, you got another one. Yeah, uh, actually, I'll just say my. Well, it's not exactly my trad build, but it is a cheap trad build okay. that is. I mean, pretty good. Trad's cool. We like trad. The uh, mm-hmm. the um, instinct traditional shafts, the micro shaft from uh, Black Eagle. Uh huh. Uh huh. So just that stock, you can buy it. I think you can buy it fletched with feathers or something for. Not a lot of money. I got to look at it real quick. But so that shaft, actually, I can't look at it because it's not on their website for some reason. Huh, it Anyways. is down. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Um, I've been wondering if they're going to. I've been wondering. They've been talking about some new stuff that's uh, well, uh-huh. that's coming up. Their so. 2020 catalog is out and that's still in there. Yeah. So. Oh yeah, I, I think it'll. I think it'll stay. I'm wondering if they're if they're changing either changing their spine options or stuff like that. Wait, their 2020 yeah, catalog is out? I, so yeah. I thought they were... I, yeah, it's on the website. It's on the website. Oh. Our, so I, thought, got, I thought they were offering some more stuff at, or they were going to be coming out some more stuff at ATA. It might not have everything in oh. it. Yeah. <laughs> I, a lot of companies will do that. They'll release the 2020 catalog mm-hmm. like digitally with what is currently available, uh, like what's crossing over, uh-huh. and then you'll get new pages added as stuff gets announced. Huh. Interesting. But yeah. So that's not even like the, the budget budget build. If you want to go budget budget, you can get the vintage oh, uh, shaft. Yeah. They're even cheaper for they're sixty one ninety nine for six of them. And they're crested and feathered, but if, I don't see if, if you want to ever shoot feathers ever again. So, I like feathers. Nah. I'm probably going to do feathers on my compound again this next year. You have. I, I didn't this year. <laughs> the last two two years well, prior. I'm I talking did. like for trad. I don't see a reason. I don't see a reason to do it for compound either. But for trad, I don't see a reason because the the uh, trad veins are pretty sweet. Yeah, I still need to play with those. They're pretty I don't cool. know. I I like feathers. They're in cool, general. but like, um, yeah, I just and don't. I beat it's, the hell out of everything I own. So, well, yeah, and that's my my weather is not nearly as unpredictable as some places, like the Pacific yeah. Northwest, where you don't know if it's going to pour down rain yeah, or not. Yeah, yeah, exactly. The, like, so there like, are times when we're you know we're hunting and you get a flash rainstorm. It's like, oh well, this is fun. <laughs> that, that was awesome. <laughs> Yeah, no, and I, I get that. And that's, I definitely, I, I plan on uh, trying to play with some of those trad veins. I just have not had the opportunity um, at this point. Yeah. And it's from a business standpoint, that'd be a, a new company to carry. And I already have tons of inventory yeah, yeah. for the vein company that I'm with right now, Boning. Mm-hmm. And so I that's a really that's like a major so. business decision because I'm not going to bring in a new company for trad veins. Yeah, yeah. Since I <laughs> have started trying more of the AAE stuff, 
I've really yeah. started to like them a lot more. I, I like AAE veins. Yeah. I do. Yeah. I didn't. Um, well, I had, you know, I had the same issues that everybody else had with the bonding on them, but yeah, as long as you do it right, they do stick. But I started yeah. using yeah. their, um, Cramp. If you use their system, it works well. Well, I started using those elite plastifletches, and they have an accelerant yeah. on the vein themselves. Mm-hmm. Those things don't come off if you yank on them with pliers. Yeah. Um. But anyways, so back to this traditional build. So the wall thickness on these is pretty like they're pretty thick arrows. Um, That's a stout shaft. Oh yeah. So it's a stout shaft and it comes, I think they're like 30. How long are they stock? 34, 34, 34 inches. Yeah. yeah. And a 400 is 9.4 grains per inch. Yeah. But the good part is it comes with a hundred grain outsert. So like, yeah, you're already there. You're already getting good FOC with your, just stock components. I mean, yeah, it's a micro, so the outsert's not the best option, but yeah. if you want to find a, you know, just even a wooden dowel to fit down the tube of that arrow shaft and epoxy it in, then yeah. internal footer on it and oh, you're yep. good to go. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. And that's cheap. Super cheap. Um, but yeah, those are like 102 for a dozen shafts. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. So you'd still have to fletch them if you just bought shafts, but you know, they're one... 120 something for a dozen fletched with feathers and crested. Well, and that's one thing I guess I my brain was not even thinking trad budget, but um, the outlaws and that's I'm you guys know this. Our listeners know this. The outlaws are sweet for like for anybody needing a 3D arrow. Yeah. Shoot the outlaws because they are cheap and it, they are the same as a carnivore, right? They're just five thousand. It, it's it's essentially a carnivore that's rated at five thousands instead of three or one. Yeah, yeah. but like we talked um, about earlier with Black Eagle, they try to make their run out yep. that number, so it's yeah it's gonna be better the, than you know a better than a lot of them or cheap Easton or whatever. Yep, and like, but especially for trad, definitely. Oh, yeah, yeah. Straightness is not. <laughs> Straightness is not the end of the world with trad. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm not, not going to get not crazy on those because we are not shooting long distance. Like it's not that huge of a factor. Yeah. So like the outlaws with the, or a two, four, five with the factory components, they're 50 bucks for six fletched with feathers. So hunter bucks, You've got a dozen with feathers that now you spend a couple bucks on some brass and you build it to the weight you want. Yeah. Like That's a heck of a deal. Right. And then the nice and thing you can get these bear shaft. If you want to do like, if you don't want feathers and you want it for compound. Yeah. Then you I'll get say, them bear I shaft. Bought, I think I had two dozen outlaws last year and I did not spend a lot of money on them. Yeah. Yeah, I, remember, I still have them. I remember, actually, you, I remember you buying them. I'm, yeah. I'm going to shoot them again for 3D this year, I think. Yeah. The night, the cool thing is with the with those traditional shafts that is is well, typically when you buy any traditional shaft, their shaft that is labeled as traditional uh, is they are typically a higher GPI than what you would normally get in something of 
a similar size. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, although we, we like front of center, we really like structural integrity. So giving, you yeah. know, a little bit higher GPI to get a really stout shaft is, is fine with me. Uh, say the, the 400 instinct is one, six, five inside diameter and a two, four, zero. Yeah, oh, they're thick. Like, yeah. That's, oh yeah. They're, they're thick boys. Yeah. Well, and that's like the outlaw is like you said, essentially the same as the carnivore, which isn't a super heavy shaft. Right. Right. Your 400 is. It's an like 8.1 GPI. 8.1. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so, I mean, it's not a super heavy shaft, but it's, it's still quite stout. It's stout. I mean, yeah. Bobby has this is his go-to durability build Mm -hmm. is an outlaw with well he used to do uh homemade footers Mm -hmm. now he runs the ethics uh outsert system on it Um, if we trust anyone to use and abuse an arrow it's bobby stumping arrow (laughs) yeah that's he had the same set of arrows for i think like a year and a half stumping yeah and he still has them. Yeah. Like that to me, that's impressive. If, if you want to talk durability, go out and do some stomping. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like because you're getting all kinds of odd flex where the tip is typically non-mobile. <laughs> yeah. Like and that that's where shafts fail is. The, the front, the hard components, the fixed part is locked and that shaft is flexing around it and creating, you know, tension spots. Yeah. And that's typically where you see shaft failures. Yep. So it's a great test method. You have to ask since it's, since we're on this question, uh, Rob, for a super long draw guy, would you mm-hmm. do a carnivore build? Is that, would that be the the route to go my buddy has a super long draw build well, like budget he's build? got a he's got a yeah like a budget build my buddy is just starting but he has a 31 or 31 and a half inch draw okay and so I, I don't I guess are you to, questioning because of the length of the shafts uh well or? just to get him in the right spine and i'll eventually build him something the, the carnivore has the spine options um yeah so I'll I mean, eventually that build goes him. to a 250 so right. unless he's shooting super high poundage with a crazy long draw length, then uh, a 250 is going to handle what I'm, I guess what most people are going to be doing weight wise. Yeah, yeah. I guess. Well, I guess you shoot 30, right? I'm, yeah, I'm 30. 30 inch. Yep. And that's yeah, I, so I run a I guess for my light build. I'm running a carnivore with. Uh, 200 to 225 total up front. Mm-hmm. Uh, two, that's a 250 spine, and that's at 80 30. Mm. And that's what are your heavy builds on the rampage? Yeah, rampage okay. TD, and TDT. Oh, yeah, yeah. So that's I have I have matched uh sets, uh, gotcha within five grains of each other, uh, rampage and TDT. Mm. Yeah, I'm just asking because I'll have to. I need to build him something sometime soon because he's been asking me. Mm-hmm. But since he's just starting, well, he's going to lose I, arrows. So I, I don't want him do, to spend like, a if, ton. So 
if I wasn't shooting 80 pounds, then um, it'd be a toss up for me. I like a budget arrow between the carnivore and the rampage. I like both of them. I have abused both of them and they both have held up well. Um, I mean, last year tack, I was switching back and forth between my carnivore build and my rampage build. And I'm pretty sure that I sent one of each build through saplings <laughs> a handful of times. Yeah. And had and kept shooting. I remember you said so yeah, I remember you sent the picture of where they put the 10 behind the yeah. sapling at, at tack, and you're like, oh, when you have our builds, you just shoot through the sapling. Uh-huh. <laughs> to try and ride the ride the edge of it. You no, just shoot no, right through we're, it. We're fine. just going, I want to put my arrow here and I'm I'm shooting there. <laughs> at least for 3D. But um as if if I had a lighter draw it'd be a toss up for me because you can do the same thing with either shaft. Yeah. Um, the reason that I run the rampage for my heavy build is because that heavy build has like 450 grains up front. So I need a stiff shaft. And so I'm running the, the 150 shafts. Yeah. Yeah. I, I need rebar. Yeah. So that's if I could get away with a 250 spine with, you know, say doing like a 650 build, then the carnivore would be a great option for me. Um, you just got to shoot that 80 pounds, though. I like it. <laughs> it's a problem. I, I get it. I'm pretty get it. happy that they are now making the. Uh, oh, I forgot what it was. Oh, the X impacts are now being sold in a 200 spot yeah yes they yeah. are yes they are which gives me the wall thickness that i desire because it's like a 256 which is insane for a yeah. micro <laughs> yeah yeah it's pretty it's pretty thick i'm it's something that i am considering moving forward but we'll, well see we'll see a little birdie named austin told me that i can make my realm x 78 to 80 pounds with some limbs yeah, that's what yeah. you do. That's what you were saying. That's yeah. intriguing. Yes, it is. That'll be an arrow slinger. Yes, it will. Yes, it a will. More fun arrow slinger. Mm-hmm. Although sometimes when I'm not paying attention, my realm X is a little jumpy. So it can be. I'm not not yeah. sure how eighty pounds will feel on it. Yeah, it'll be all right. It'll be all right. Yeah. I'll just um, punch myself in the face a few times. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So I've got three builds. Uh, Wow, overachiever over here. Well, I the the third build is a is a bonus build, we'll call it, because we're mm. gonna talk about that one at the very end. Um so my first build is a is starting on a Black Eagle Renegade. Uh the Renegade is their two oh four mm-hmm. uh 05 straightness shaft. Um good shaft. It's it's the slightly more run out version of the uh, rampage um, available up in a, up into a 250, which would is probably what I would end up using for this. Um, so black Eagle renegade, I think uh, for, for a dozen uh, fletched, it's like 110 bucks. They're pretty darn cheap. Um, paired up with some ethics direct bonds. 
Um, I would for a lighter build, I would probably do the all aluminums. They're adjustable from like 70 to 90 or 95 grains or something like that. Uh, so, uh, you've got, uh, about 170 bucks wrapped up in the dozen arrows at that point with, with all your components. And that's the direct bond with the sleeves. Uh, so you've, so you've got a footer on there as well. Um, and then I would probably round out that build with some tough head meat heads. Um, the 190 grain variety. If you wanted to spend a little bit more and get a little bit heavier, you could do just the regular tough heads in 225 uh, instead of 190. Uh, I think they're what are the 225s? Are they five bucks more? I know the meat heads are four or um, 39 bucks a piece. I, I think the tough heads are 45. Yeah, I think so. Uh, they, they think they're they're 45 for the 225, and I think they're 50 for the uh, for the 300. I think. Don't hold me to that, but uh, so all of that together is two fifty uh, for everything, which is I think that's a pretty stout build uh, for anyone who you know maybe looking if you want to. So if you're at a uh, I don't know, so it's eleven, it's ten point eight GPI. We'll call it eleven GPI. So you're at about uh, two hundred and. 90 to 310 grains on the shaft, give or take, depending on how long you need it. Uh, plus 190, so you're at 400. No, that's not right. Yeah, 190, so you're at 400. And then the uh, insert is, if you left it full length on the aluminum, would be 95, so you're at about about 500-ish at that point, plus your fletching and knocks, so you're at like low 500s low to mid 500s depending on your length yeah so i think that's a pretty viable uh extremely durable uh whitetail arrow uh i mean heck that'd be i'd i wouldn't be too scared to bring that out west and shoot something bigger with if i needed to so that's uh that's my first build i like 204 i think 204 is a a good size for people who are shooting longer distance um need something to try and minimize wind drift on a uh, uh, on a longer shot and a windy day but also have the durability to that's gonna hold up there and yeah. uh, that's 204 is my a, happy medium yeah it's just, I, would, uh, I normally don't go down past three thousands and so that's where a lot of the the 204s in that c- category are slightly higher priced. Yeah, um, the yeah, Renegade yeah. is a great option. Um, yeah, absolutely. I do have some of those too, and they're like those with a footer and a hit insert are pretty tough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would, I would agree. I like. Uh, I, I, I have had Rampages. I've never had Renegades, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't be scared to pick up some Renegades. So I may have to do that. We'll see. Um. So that's my first build. Came out to two fifty. Second one is a little bit more. It totals out at 273. Um, the kind of cool thing is you don't need to buy things separate because it comes together on this. Uh, this build is a Sirius Apollo, um, which is a, a Sirius is a, a newer company. Uh, they've been around for, I think, about a year now, give or take. Uh, yeah, because I remember the first like promo stuff I saw for them last year was for, like it was serious stuff like under a Christmas tree. So I think it's been right at about a year. Um, Sirius Apollo, which is their 204. 
and their uh, carbon weave arrows. They're very, very straight. And from everything I've seen, and I, I have some Apollos and a 200 spine that I just went like full moron with as far as weight. I think they're 975 grains or something like that. Um, but man, they are a blast to shoot. Um, they are uh, 190 bucks with components. And so you can do that as the uh, either, I believe it's stainless and aluminum or all stainless. So that's adjustable from like 120 to like, I want to say like, 290 grains uh just on the insert that you can you can mess around with uh there's there's a lot to play with because i I believe you can either do a an aluminum insert with stainless footer or a stainless insert with stainless footer i think are the two options straight from serious ethics or did that change no it it is ethics yeah yeah it's it's ethics it's ethics components that come with it yes so then um trying to think of what the weight option is for that so you can either do an aluminum aluminum post and stainless sleeve yeah uh and that is a uh depending on the uh the spine is anywhere from uh 85 to uh, 120 grains Yeah. yeah yeah or you can do the all the all stainless uh, it should be like where it or like one twenty five. Yeah, it's like one 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 twenty five to two twenty. Yeah, two twenty. Okay. Depending on the spine. That that's what I yeah. thought. You said two ninety, so, and I'm like, wait, what did I? Yeah, I I I, th- I thought it was a little bit heavier. No, that, no, that's yeah, fine. I was just two. I was like, okay, I know that they came out with a couple of like heavyweights, but yeah, that's I was I wasn't thinking that that was a option for those. Yeah, 220 okay. two or 225 is the heaviest you can go. That's on the 250 spine for the outsert. So, yeah, you that's can. Still, uh, I mean, that's a you can, great. Yeah, it's a great system. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's that's going to it's going to be pretty bomb proof. Uh, and those are all like cuttable. It's really easy to adjust those. So uh, so I've I've got some VPA three blades uh, paired up with that. Uh, the three blade non-vented, I think is available from like 150 grains to like 300 grains. Like if you want to go nuts, uh, and those are, uh, it's 85 bucks for, or 84 for six of them. So the total between, uh, the Apollos and those VPAs is 273, which is a little bit more than what we've talked about so far. Um, but you're just the expensive one today, aren't you? Yeah, I really am. Falling on a budget, not falling on Kardashians. Geez. Yeah. Well, Pump the brakes, Kanye. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I'm not buying $16 million chunks of land in uh, Montana to build my own cult. That's what you're <laughs> going to suggest for your third build. <laughs> it's not. My third build is actually uh, the same price as the first one. It's like right at 250 bucks. Um, so the third bonus build, the mystery build um, we I don't hoping, even know what this is. He he keeps teasing us. I keep I do keep teasing you. So I'm trying to think of how to word this. I am hoping that the week following this episode release, which is going to be in a couple weeks, uh, the manufacturer, the like owner of this company, is going to be 
uh, a guest of ours to come on and talk about it. I have some of their arrows in route right now. So I am giving this a bit of an early uh, uh, vote of go ahead. But based on every yeah vote of confidence, but based on everything that I'm seeing, I think I will be able to give said vote of confidence. Uh, My third build is the Vector Hammer. Uh, The Vector Hammer is a new micro shaft um, that is essentially coming with uh, ethics components. Uh, So they are a high GPI micro shaft that has very, very thick sidewalls. So one of the reasons that we at Lethal Podcast don't have a ton of micros that we recommend is because most micro builds are centered around guys that want super light arrows. uh, And normally the manufacturers that are making these sacrifice structural integrity to create a very light GPI shaft. Uh, Vector has gone the opposite way with this and they are offering some shafts that are very thick uh, they are uh, pretty comparable to day six um, as far as shaft thickness. Uh, They're also very comparable to the Black Eagle uh, deep impacts. I think they're just, yeah, I think they're just a hair, a hair thicker and a hair heavier uh, than those. <coughs> but these will be coming with ethics components and you basically, it's kind of the same as serious. You pick the component that you want, the component combo that you want. Uh, so for a dozen shafts uh, fully built, I believe this is like fletched, like ready to go. Uh, they're 170, 169, uh, which is pretty good. I mean, if you if you were to buy considering that you're getting uh, ethics with it. Exactly. If yeah. you were to buy ethics components, that really brings down the shafts to like 110 to 120, depending on what components you're looking at. So like 110 bucks for a dozen like of what looks to be very, very solid micro diameter arrows. Uh, count me in uh, that that looks uh, that looks like something I am. I am surely, surely interested in uh, and I'm excited to have uh, Isaac uh, and the other uh, the other guy that's involved with it come on uh, next week and chat with us about it to. Because uh, I, I know they've, they're going to have uh, Garrett. They're going to have spines available down to two fifty for you. So Good. if you need, if you need, uh, if you need some some real heavy boys there that can they can hold that weight on the front end. That's that that's been T- tell the deep impacts Achilles heel. Uh, one fifty. <laughs> they, they might. I don't know. They, they know. I mean, it, it, it's going to be the size of a the, standard diameter yeah. arrow, but that's okay. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You, now that they make X impact in a 200, 200 yeah. like I'm not really left wanting anything, but the sure. X impact are expensive. So yeah. they, they are, they are steep. I, I would be happy with the 200. Yeah. I, and I, the 200 on that. On, the 200 on the uh, X impact is, is only 11 GPI only, yeah. uh, which for a two <laughs> for a 200 is pretty, pretty light. Uh, but um, yeah, it's they, a 256 OD though. So it's and stout. for the shaft yeah. size though. It's a, it's a pretty heavy wall. I mean, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. And that's absolutely it. That's the 
the tough thing for me is like the wall thickness is definitely a major part of the durability discussion. Yes. Um, The issue is that like the last set of micros that I really played with and abused and where I, I kind of, I, I fell off the wagon, so to speak, um, was uh, the Victory Vap Camo, mm-hmm. which was the heavyweight. Vap. Yeah, it was the heavier GPI Vap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was a 250 spine <clears throat> Vap that I want to say that it was like 12 or 13 GPI. Oh, all right. Back. It was a tank. I mean, I with a hundred grain insert and a three fifteen grain head, I had a seven hundred and forty grain arrow. Gracious me! Thank. And I abused those things, and they held up better than my VAP TKOs, which I mean, definitely mm-hmm. thicker sidewall but they still did not hold up as well as my small and my standard diameter stuff of, of right, similar right. spec. Yeah. And that's where I kind of fell off that micro and went smalls, my, my happy medium. Yeah. Um, where were you, what kind of breakage were you experiencing or failures? Failures behind the component. Hmm. And that was with. Were you running the with ethic three stuff? Hmm? Oh, that was that was with ethics originally. Stuff. It was with victory, and then ethics. Mm. This was right around the time ethics started really getting known. Um, mm-hmm. right about the time that uh, I became one of their like early dealers. Right. Um. Gotcha. And. <laughs> So that's, I started playing with their outsert system and that was a definite improvement over victories outsert. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, garbage. Yes. And that's the, the overall leverage is about the same in front of the carbon for that early ethics mm-hmm. and the, the victory. Um, right. But the ethics had a longer internal post and it had more shaft coverage on the on the sleeve because the, the right. victory one had like a 16th of an inch like yeah it was nothing yeah so the ethics definitely helped and the thicker sidewall definitely helped compared to like the standard vap or the vap tko um but i was still seeing those failures yeah not as often but i was still seeing them right yeah. And it was, was just this one during where, three during like a three D season or something like that? Yep. Yeah, three D okay. and um like at that this was during the same time frame that I was doing a lot of my broadhead testing. Sure. And sure. I was shooting um for like the broadhead testing, I was shooting uh three quarter inch plank. Um, and this is purely durability, just seeing how they sure. held up and right, skip. Right. Um, I was shooting three quarter inch plank uh, broadside, and then at, at forty five degrees, 
and that's like my standard and my small diameter arrows. I did not have a single failure broadside. Mm-hmm. And these were all very similar FOC type builds. It was all 100, 125 grain heads right. with like a 100 grain component. Um, and like where I saw some failures in my small and standards were on the 45 degree shots. Because mm-hmm. you, you get a large whip action mm-hmm. on, on those hits. Um, but I was seeing some failures on the broadsides with the micros. Hmm. And there was just one of those, like it was the course of like a year and a half of messing around with these different setups that it just kind of settled in at least with what was available at that time. Um, yeah. That I, you know, there wasn't enough of a benefit in the size from small to micro right for me to justify the the that that a little bit of additional risk Um, that's fair because in in my mind the biggest benefit of the smaller shafts is creating more of a drag reduction during penetration yeah and so it's it's the same as the ferrule to the shaft ratio on like the twelve factors. Yeah, yeah, right. So you, your your ferrule is larger than the component or the shaft, and that gives a a measurable penetration increase. Yeah, having the same effect from the component to the shaft does the same thing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so you get the same. You get that same bonus with both small and micro and while there's probably some measurable difference with the additional loss of diameter it was just one of those where i'm 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 happy enough i guess yeah with you know the the bonus from the small diameter yeah, but, well, especially when you're shooting uh, your kind of weight and draw length too. Well, and that that's part of it, right? And so, I mean, that can kind of bias me a little bit because I'm shooting high energy setups that can be tougher on stuff than most people. Right. Um, I mean, like my current build is, you know, everything's over 100 foot pounds. Yeah. <laughs> Poor you guy. Know, so it's, there, there's a bit of force there, a lot of energy at impact. Yeah. Speaking of like um, extremes, uh, I, I guess I, w- I would like to touch on this briefly before we wrap up. Uh, the new uh, Black Eagle Revelation it is a 125 ID, not even a one. 65 a 125 it's a what would you even call that because we already have small and ultra, micro ultra, ultra micro micro super micro or, uh macro <laughs> i don't know it's small um, whatever it is uh, i'm trying to think of what the the name is because there is a name for it is there um, i know i know it's used companies. in i know there are some like i think they're called super lights are made uh, uh for field like what this is for 
uh, for guys that are shooting those 70 meters uh, and like they have to cut through wind. Um, but they're like, I mean, like I, I, stuff. yeah, yeah. Um, but, but I mean, those things are tiny, 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 but apparently, um, <coughs> yeah. Uh, so ultra micro was the term that Easton used for their four millimeters. That's what I was thinking of. Oh yeah. Um, four millimeters just called micro now. Right. Is that just a micro? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but there was a there was a name because there I forget the company. There was someone that had a like a one five shaft, like a one oh five, like smaller no, like smaller a, than this one twenty five or no? Oh, okay, uh, it was just smaller than a one six five. Oh, like a, a, a one fifty. Okay, gotcha. Um. um can't remember who that was because it, it was it was smaller than your standard micro like the the one six five one six six right um, it was just an oddball hmm interesting but, well i i know, I know. Aaron, I'm sure they've got a name for it yeah but aaron aaron has been talking about aaron snyder has been talking about how durable these arrows are these 125s and i know he i don't i feel like aaron wouldn't put his durability stamp of approval on something that he really didn't think was that durable. Yeah. So I'm, yeah. I am curious uh, granted, I, when you come in at three, th- yeah, when you come in at 300 bucks a dozen, I'm like thinking other stuff for that price. But I mean, yeah, well, I mean, we'll, we'll see. We'll see. Like, I mean, maybe, maybe, maybe I'm wrong, but man, I just don't see how a 125 can be that durable. Uh, especially if, I mean, the only, uh, uh, Actually, I haven't even seen an insert system for them. All I've seen is is their glue in points. So I don't I don't even know how they I don't even know how he's Aaron been hunting with them. Running something, some sort of an outsert on them. Yeah, that's Unless why he I'm, had the prototype outsert. I don't know. Maybe, maybe. And that's why I'm a little confused because uh, when What's when that their, came out, uh, I was like, surely he wasn't hunting with these, and then that's what there. he was hunting with. So. Yeah, the uh, OD is real small too, so I don't know what he was using. Unless yeah. they gave him, I mean, I would assume they gave him some prototype. But oh yeah, I'm, I'm sure they could whip some up real quick. That wouldn't be a real yeah. big deal for Black Eagle, but yeah, I'm kind of curious There's, to see what these. This is something else that I found interesting when I was looking at the difference between the deep impact and the X impact. Mm-hmm. Uh, the deep impact is still more dense which I will be interested to find to see if there is a difference between the durability of the two. Like there's more wall thickness on the 200 spine X impact, but there's still, so the 300 deep impact and the 200 X impact are the same GPI. They're both 11 GPI, Mm -hmm. but the X impact takes more, wall thickness to get that 11 gpi well so this is where you start treading into the high modulus carbon discussion and Mm -hmm. why some people think that high modulus carbon is uh god we really need to have sam on to talk about carbon Mm -hmm. but where some people think the high the high modulus carbon is not a uh as good of a choice because it's it's uh it's a lot more brittle uh it has it has good uh like stiffness like capability as we're seeing 
11 GPI out of a 200 spine shaft, uh, mm-hmm. but it's it's somewhat brittle from what I understand. Uh, well, and that's well, why I, mean, I only broke three of my X impacts. Yeah. And like that was hitting stuff with them that I, well, one I snapped off in a target that rolled over. So that one doesn't really count. Yeah. Um, one broke the last eight inches off of the back, like the, where my cresting stopped. Right. Broke off when it went through my deer. And I don't know if that was like from the leg coming back, but it passed through like the whole arrow passed through. So I don't yeah. know if that was like if, if it passed through and then hit a rock. So yeah. I'm thinking that it hit the rock and snapped or maybe the leg did come back and crack it. And then when it hit the rock, it flipped right. off. But right. Not really sure what happened. Then I broke one other one doing something else, but like knock impacts and stuff like that. I've cracked and broke quite a few of them. Sure. I've tubed one with the Valkyrie, like the Valkyrie field point. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I just went, you know, down the top 10 inches of the arrow. But like with the VAPS, I didn't really have that issue. Right. Which is why I went away from the X impact and the deep impact seems to yeah. not be as bad about that. Yeah. I mean, that's going to happen. Like you're not supposed to hit the knock of the arrow anyway, but even yeah, just kind of slapping, slapping them, I'd get... I had a couple crack, so yeah, yeah. And if if they are two hundred spine, like a legit two hundred spine, I know the black eagles I I had came in a little a little light on spine. They were two fifties mm-hmm. and they were floating closer to like two seventy. Uh, mm-hmm. But if they are a legit like closer to two hundred than they are two fifty, then that that could that could work out for you, especially if you want to uh, do some uh, playing with your new limbs to make your your realm x a a big boy bow mm-hmm. be and be funsies mm-hmm. but anyway so there's a bunch of uh possible builds for you take it however you want I mean, we've got some some good options out there really at this point like there if you take just about any 245 or 204 shaft add uh, have with a decent insert prefer. I mean, I would take a brass insert that is then threaded on the back over an aluminum insert, I think. Uh, and then foot that thing with aluminum arrow. That's not bad. Like you're, you're going to be oh, better yeah. off. You're going to be better off than the overwhelming majority of uh, stock setups for basically the same price. Not much more. Yep. I so, mean, that's, I mean, that's kind of the key point with all of this is, it doesn't take much. I mean, yeah. essentially, you want if you're not going to be doing like a custom footer or something. Yeah, you want to lengthen your insert, which is creating a longer internal footer, and it's typically going to be increasing your your weight forward um, and your total weight. And just by doing that, you're going to be improving yeah yep i'll argue until i'm dead that it's not as friendly on the budget portion but uh an axis with a footer in the hit insert is one of the Pretty most bomb proof setups you can build yeah yep. yep it's a it's a very stout setup i mean like i know we don't we don't give them a ton of love on here but the 
Easton makes a really good shaft, but God, the Axis and the Axis elites are freaking money. They're yeah. really, they're really, really good. That's, they're just, it's tough. It's tough I to like, get them from anywhere. <laughs> yeah. It's, I, I really like the Axis platform. Yeah. Um, I've played with them in the past. I've really liked them. Um, and it's, you know, for the same type of build, there's a lot of other options that are a little better priced. Um, right. Mm-hmm. And honestly, my, my personal bias against them is that Easton sucks to deal with from a dealer standpoint. Yeah. Really? Wasn't it, <laughs> wasn't it, yeah, wasn't it Easton that pulled out of all the, all the big box stores? Like they, they like told, they told Cabela's and Bass Pro to like go kick rocks. Did they? I think uh, so. Yeah, they did, but so. they still make small dealers buy way too much stock. And that's if the you want to be a dealer, mm. like they so like, they still when, like yeah they're kind of doing the little guy a favor, but it's not the yeah. little little guy, right? Like the, Rob, the issue if you're running like, like for, Rob does, you running out of a garage or your basement or whatever, it's like you can't buy that much. Yeah, like you don't like you the don't issue have the capital to put towards it. Yeah, and this was even when I was with the the shop. Uh, before I started my own thing. Yeah. Um, if so, say I've, I'm fully stocked up on everything. I have a handful of guys come in and I burn through my 300 spines. So now I'm, you know, I'm wanting to have, you know, a, or not even that I burned through, say I, I sold like two dozen and I want to, just restock that. I have to spend five hundred dollars minimum Oof. to place an order. Oof. So That's now gross. it's like, okay, so now what am I buying? Because I'm stocked up on everything else. Like, right? Or like, <clears throat> what? What? What hurts you is when like someone like you don't stock something, and you're a dealer for the company and someone's like, Hey, I don't mind ordering. Like, I don't mind waiting, but like, I want this shaft. And you're like, that'd be great. So, if they yeah, that'd be great. And then you grand. call up your rep and they're like, okay, well you, you need to buy $500 worth of stuff. Yeah. But I'm all stocked up. Like, I, I just I spend how much money with you. And I just need this dozen arrows. Well, you yeah. need to spend 500 bucks. Yeah. So it, it just, it makes it challenging. Yeah. It makes it tough for sure. But but uh, yeah, good arrows nonetheless. Yep, I think I'm trying to think of how we got past that when I the shop that I worked for. I think it was because we went through some wholesaler, like we we'd go through Kenzie's or something like that. Yeah, where you I was could, gonna say like, Kenzie's or the, uh, they were the big uh, dealer, Apes. but you could still order. But that stuff wasn't much cheaper, like the wholesale price. No, you yeah, weren't making any money. You're once paying, you paying like, oh, sweet, uh, you're paying an extra middleman at that point. Yeah. Um, and that that's how we handled it too, was we went through Kenzie and mm-hmm. like then you're you're cutting your profits by more than half. Yeah. And then you're paying shipping. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and so it's like it was really just kind of a wash, but it kept that customer happy and you didn't lose money having to buy a bunch of extra stuff. Mm-hmm. So yeah. that was the uh 
the easy solution. Yeah. But. Well, we will. Luckily, there's lots of good options out there. Exactly. Yeah. Cool. All right. We'll we'll go ahead and wrap this one up. We're tipping right on that hour and a half uh, time frame. So we'll uh, call it until the next time, which I believe, I believe is going to be the guys from Vector. So hopefully we can get them on and chat about what they've got, uh, what they've got coming, because I believe they're releasing their product uh, at the beginning of the year, which by the time this is released will be in about two to three weeks. So uh, hopefully we can have that ready and uh, 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 be uh, ready to drop for you guys uh, the week after this. So uh, if you're still here, uh, thanks for the support. Thanks for hanging out. Until next time, stay lethal and don't forget the olive oil. 